Welcome to the Traveler's Blueprint. Start designing your next adventure. Welcome TTB community. I am Bob Domena, and here with me as always is the incredibly friendly Elliot Ghibli. So each week we like to bring you insight from travel authors, adventurers, conservationists, digital nomads, tour guides, and some of our very own personal travel experiences. Now, before we get into the show today, our Travel Bites episode, which we're going to cover news from last month, we want to let you know that if you're listening to this and you have travel news of your own that you think deserves to be on the show or you just want to hear us discuss, you can send it to us either through Instagram or through our email at thetravelersblueprint at gmail.com. We'll give you a shout out, a thank you for sending us the article, and Elliot and I will break it down. Lastly, before we tell you which articles we're going to talk about today, I want to make an announcement that we're going to slightly change the scheduling format of the podcast starting in the month of June. So starting that month, we're only going to release three episodes per month instead of our standard four to five. That means that we'll have one episode in the beginning of the month. It'll be the travel bites, similar to what we're doing today. And then it'll be followed up with two guests. Now, whether or not there's four or five weeks that month, the last one to two weeks will not have any podcasts at all. And so look forward to that scheduling change in June. This month's Travel Bites, we've got Mike Tyson on a plane. We've got CDC updates on travel. We have airlines ditching face mask rules. We've got a bunch of new species above, found and discovered above the Amazon rainforest, Spanish police on a thousand stuffed animals, an unruly passenger on a Chicago-bound flight. And then we look at the world's loneliest home in Maine. We talk about what happened at Boston's airport. And then the last two articles, we are meeting the people who want to spend the rest of their lives on a cruise ship and a woman that was duct taped aboard an American Airlines flight. All right. Travel tip of the week is listen to your body and know when to rest. Yeah, I feel like you're directing this at me. I have this. I, I, I get sick too often on my trips and that's just go, the go, nature. Go. go 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 you need go. more than five and hours of sleep yeah I, yeah i mean if you're a doctor i guess but <laughs> you know you figure it out <laughs> all right and before we get started if you like this podcast and you find it entertaining please consider giving us a review any any review is helpful uh a rating is just as good and if you love us we'd be forever grateful if you subscribe to the show send it to your friends and family get them to subscribe we've got some stickers that you can give to them uh that are on our Redbubble website uh and you can follow us on social media as bob stated before we are on instagram facebook all of our social media is mostly on those two items that you can see clips of our travel bites of our own travels and of our guests and we encourage you to reach out to us if you have any questions on the show. If you want us to get different guests, we'd be happy to entertain. How do you organize and plan your trip? So if you like to keep your trip organized like we do, you can use the travel journal and planner that we developed for our very own personal travel experiences. This will allow you to record things like the dates, the budget, the top destinations, the currency exchange rate, the time difference. It has a fillable calendar and it provides you the ability to write out your entire itinerary by the hour. In addition to that, it has a place to store reservation information, a packing list, a to-do list. And then at the very back, it offers you space to journal about your trip. You can find this travel journal planner on our products page, and once you download it, you have it forever, and you can reprint and refill it out for every trip you have moving forward. Now, if you do decide to purchase this, we encourage you to reach out to us with any tips to make it better.
To help compile all of your info for the journal slash planner, we turned ourselves into cartoons to create a five-part video course that provides a step-by-step -step process to create the ultimate itinerary, including number one, navigation, number two, booking airfare, number three, blogs, research, and reviews, number four, itinerary building, and number five, safety, cultural norms, and thoughtful travel. The goal of this video tutorial is so that you can become your own personal travel agent and learn how to be plan efficient trips now and forever, all the while saving you money to splurge on a nice meal or first class seat for your next adventure. Yeah, and now, so if you still think that planning your trip is a little bit too much or you just don't have time to sit down and actually do it, I can personally plan your trip for you using all the information that we just mentioned. If you're interested in this, please send me an email at thetravelersblueprint at gmail.com or visit our service pages on our website and we can meet over Zoom to discuss the details of your trip. You want to contribute to the podcast? If you work in the travel industry, you can join us for a travel around table discussion by submitting your information through the TAT form on our website. You can also send us a travel article via direct message or at thetravelersblueprint at gmail.com for the monthly Travel Bites episode. Support us by wearing us. Go to redbubble.com to find awesome gear and merchandise of the Traveler's Blueprint. Some of the cost comes directly to us to help support the podcast. We definitely recommend the hoodie and the hat and maybe a sticker or a travel mug. Whether you purchase a product from us or just want to learn about travel alongside us as we interview our guests, know that we greatly value your support as a listener of the show. Okay, first article. Uh, if you have not watched the video of Mike Tyson beating up a heckler, please do that. It was on a, what was it, JetBlue plane? Yeah. Uh, and the, this guy uh, was just heckling and annoying Mike Tyson, who's nicknamed the baddest dude on the planet. Doesn't really make sense. The guy has a lengthy criminal record, apparently. And um, it almost seemed like this is the result he wanted. I don't know I mean, how else to explain I mean, his, it. his buddy was filming him the whole time. Yeah, so his buddy's filming him, bothering him, and yeah. then what, what apparently happened that was not on video was the guy threw a water bottle over his seat and at Mike Tyson, the baddest dude on the planet who's not known for knocking people unconscious easier than like almost anybody's ever been able to do in human history, and uh, the, Mike Tyson snapped. He beat the crap out of him. Um, you know, I don't think violence is normally the answer, but... Uh, when the person expect? got his fame because of being violent. Yeah. This yeah. is the result. The guy absolutely wanted this. There's really, yeah. I, I, I don't see how um, there was anything else to that. All right. Uh, moving on. So the CDC, <laughs> unless you had something else to add about no. that. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't have Mike Tyson. Personally. I wouldn't either. And, you know, the guy is sort of in the cannabis industry now. He's big on, like, opening pot shops and stuff. So he is a little bit more peaceful, but still, you don't want to push him too hard. Um, All right. Yeah, let's move on to COVID and as it relates to travel. Still here. Believe it or not. Still here. I've heard of it. Yeah. But it seems to be waning a little bit. So travel, which was the industry impacted arguably the most, the worst uh, over any other industry, has been the last one to bounce back. And the last one to see mandates lifted. So in the United States anyway, and this is, I guess, very specific to the United States, the CDC not only took off every country from the, the level four warning, which is like the, the most concerning warning for travel, um, but they also there was also a federal judge that lifted the mask mandates for airlines for actually, I mean, for all travel. So that's buses, everything. Yeah. Uh, I know 
all the airlines have said that they're going to be it's optional. Masks are going to be optional. The TSC said they are not going to enforce masks. And so we're finally seeing COVID restrictions on travel. Again, the last industry to see them removed, they're going to be removed. Yeah. So a lot of this is kind of the way they identified the countries is similar to the way they have identified counties in the United States with masking recommendations. If you're higher risk, obviously continue to mask. If you are low risk, um, but you have family that is at higher risk, you they still recommend masking. Uh, but if you are within, what is it, Bob? Uh, 100 new cases reported per 100,000 people, it's level three, and then level two is 50 to 100, and level one is under 50. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's very similar to how they've identified your guidelines for counties in the U.S. Yep. And something to consider, too, with the airlines and wearing your masks on an airline is that one of the CEOs said that they brought up the air filtration system. Um, and Elliot, you had said before the show, what do they have? They have HEPA filtration yep. for, for the air there. So it's just some of the cleanest air you're going to breathe. Um, so I guess it's probably one of the places that you should be the most comfortable, quote unquote, uh, yep. without a mask well, on. We had that conversation with uh, Jackie on New Tech. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. it was very interesting. And this ties into our next article, which is the um, removal of the face masking, which we just kind of went over all of that aspect of it. So it was just all major airlines, right? It wasn't just one or two. Once the federal mandate was lifted, everything. From what I saw, every airline, there's not been an airline that said we are going to still stick to mask mandates from what I, from what I understand. So they, there are no, from again, from what I understand, there are masks are optional to fly domestically in the United States even internationally, but you just need to realize if from an international perspective, like you still need to adhere to the country's laws and mandates and regulations. So mm-hmm. um, this is strictly for the United States. Yep. All right. Next one is about bugs. Uh, I find this uh, fascinating. It's... You know, the Amazon is still so unexplored and it's neat that um, they're now moving into the canopy. So how high up was this? So they, they are 105 feet. 105 feet in the air, and they're essentially finding potentially thousands of new insects. So, again, I mean, to yeah. be able to find new insects, new not just, species. Not just a few, but they collected 16,000 flies in two weeks. And there were a th- over a thousand of species that the experts couldn't identify. So this is sort of, this is related, but not exactly specific to this article. That kind of blew my mind. You, when we think of the world's species, all the, the animals that we know about, you don't really think that we're discovering new ones. But with a quick Google search right here, uh, Smithsonian Magazine reported that there are about 18,000 new species discovered every year. Now, that includes plants and animals, but that's mm-hmm. fascinating that we're still discovering all these things every year. It yeah. sort of feels like we've already you know looked under every rock and know every nook and cranny of this planet but no that's not the case at all so well i think we're still going to find new stuff in the ocean too especially in the deeper parts yeah the ocean is a whole i feel like we know the moon better than we know the deepest parts of our ocean yeah agreed so in this article the smithsonian actually said that there are more insect species that have not been described named by science than there are insect species that have been previously named yeah so there's a lot of work to do and insects are pretty fascinating it is, it is really cool, but it's not like they're finding a new species of elephant. Right, right. Yeah. They are finding, though, new species of different, like, mice and reptiles and things yeah, like that. Smaller um, stuff. Out in Asia and stuff, yeah. Yep. 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 It's pretty cool. All right. Speaking of um, elephants. 
Yeah. So this is a pretty gruesome uh, article. The pictures are pretty gruesome. So a thousand taxidermy animals were part of this private collection worth about $32 million and they were busted in Spain. Yeah. This is wild. Um, when we were reading this, we were, I mean, it's not illegal to taxidermy animals. Like if you're, if you're a hunter and you want to mount a deer head in your house, it's totally fine. If you have an animal, like an old dog, I've seen people do this that they really love. They will taxidermy their dog as yeah. make it a statue. But this uh, included about 405 animals that were illegal to trade internationally under the sites, which is the Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species of Wildlife of Wild Fauna and Flora. So that's why they were confiscated, because many of them were not able to actually be killed or leave the country they were killed in. Yeah. And this included elephants, white rhinos, cheetahs, leopards, lions, crocodiles, tigers, polar bears, and 198 elephant tusks. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to the beautiful world of unruly passengers on airplanes. We have two articles Shout out. Uh, related to I that. I feel like every time I see one of these, it's on passenger shaming. Yeah, I've seen a lot of them on passenger shaming. You can actually watch the Mike Tyson video. I think that's where I saw it yeah. first was on passenger <laughs> shaming. Um, so the, it, the past two years, so COVID essentially has brought on this new era of unruly passengers. Not that they didn't exist before, but it's we've seen a significant uptick, whether it's the mass or just exacerbated, like people were that were originally highly irritable have become even more irritable with their yeah. masking requirements and all the other things that have gone into, you know, protection for travelers during the pandemic. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what, what, what it seems like. So uh, in Chicago, we had a woman jump off the airplane. And so essentially, the, they were they landed, they were on the tarmac, she did not want to wait, totally get that. So she opened up the exit door, you know, hit the button, I guess, to get that slide to come out, slid down the slide and just went on her merry way until she was arrested by police. <laughs> Not very well thought out. Well, no, so what I'm curious is, did she, she must have been reading those pamphlets that are in the back of the seat for a long time, because you don't really practice that, but she seemed to know what she was doing. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I, it, I I just am curious too, because if you're in a rush, obviously you're not going to be able to do the thing you want to do if you get arrested and to not know that it's illegal. There's just so many questions here. Uh, she probably isn't. Well, that's a reasonable theory, I think, to uh, on, on why she would have done it. But, you know, it is what it is. The next woman, she was duct taped to the chair by the flight attendants. Now, this woman actually- By the flight attendants. That's important woman, to note. Yeah. She actually bit a passenger. And the pictures a of few her times. are sad and scary because, again, probably not well. So I try to be empathetic towards these people. But she she bit somebody. She's facing an $82,000 fine. And she was going around the plane saying something along the lines like, I need to get off this plane. I think she went into like some sort of panic mode. And they had the duct taper. Um, again, I feel bad for the woman. The pictures are kind of crazy to see. I've never seen anybody duct taped to no. a chair like that. Her mouth was duct taped. It looked like some sort of uh, like abduction hostage video. Yeah like, yeah. a like a Liam Nelson video or movie or something. So, so that was the largest fine that the FFA FAA has given to someone. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. She, yeah, so they, they're saying that she could be heard screaming, you, 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 at passengers 
filing past her as the flight attendants calmly nodded their goodbyes. Um, she had an outburst and an urge to get off the plane. And then she started banging on the door saying, you need to get me off this plane. That's scary. If you're on a plane with a, with a person that is having a nervous breakdown like that and trying to open the door mid-flight, uh, she attempted to hug and kiss another passenger. So she isn't well. Like so hugging, kissing, and then covers. biting. Yeah. 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 She's not a well person. No. Uh, what do we have next? Next, we've got the world's loneliest home on a deserted island. Which yeah. I guess if you live there, it's not deserted anymore. But yeah, it's you know, listed for a cool three hundred thirty-nine thousand. So not that That's bad like for less an, than an the island house. Yeah, yeah, not that bad for an island house. Now the catch is it's only five hundred and forty square feet. So it's essentially the same cost and size but, as but an apartment in Manhattan. It's one and a half acres of land. Yeah, on you an gotta remember that. And they don't get too they don't get nailed with hurricanes too much, from what I understand. Normally they dissipate by the time they make it up to Maine. They definitely get hit with some strong winds and and, and they do get hit with hurricanes, but not like the southern part of the United States. Um so it's, it's located it's beautiful looking in my opinion. I mean the shack is actually yeah. really nice. I was expecting like a shack shack, but not like a, this is like a a Cape oh, Cod really style s- with a little loft for sleeping. It's Yeah, it, it, it I'd is live there nice. for the, the island month. is nice. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It's That'd be not a sweet that. Airbnb. You just got to get there. It's someone's going to buy that. I, I mean, because shore houses in Jersey go for you know second homes from for millions. This is not someone's going to buy it probably pretty soon. Someone might have already bought it by the time you know this this is released. So nice little house. Uh, there is no bathroom inside though. It's, so it's for an outhouse. Yeah, there's an outhouse and. The island thing kind of would worry me. Just I, I, I'm not a big fan of the ocean. <laughs> so being stuck on an island like that, kinda... surrounded by ocean, yeah, yeah, it's not good for right. you. <laughs> yeah. Next up, we have panic at Boston Logan's airport. So TSA identified a suspicious package, which sparked the an evacuation and the bomb squad to come to the airport. It ended up being an old beat up PlayStation that was in a bag that the TSA agent, I guess, incorrectly identified as a bomb. Um, rather safe and, than sorry is something yeah. that I feel yep. is applicable to this. And so we, we do actually yeah. have a, a spokesperson for the TSA coming on the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's getting released pretty soon. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Last up. You want to take it? Yeah. So this one is very interesting. So at first glance, we're like, this doesn't make any sense to us. But then you start digging into the numbers and it kind of makes sense. The more and more you look at it, it's not weird. So this is the couple that wants to spend the rest of their lives on on a cruise ship. It's it's pretty weird in my opinion. I don't like it. (laughs) No, but I mean, so the way I see it and the way they broke it down is literally cost per day compared to so retirement right they're in their mid 50s which is not quite retirement age so even if they wanted to retire to like a retirement community or get a place they'd still be charged rent they'd still have to find food and all of this other stuff and cruise ships are basically small cities so they're they calculated a hundred dollars per day to get them lodging food 
and everything else they need and entries to all of these other countries. It's not bad if, when you really think about it. I mean, they've got all the amenities they could ever need on a cruise ship mm -hmm. and they get to travel and never have to step foot on a plane. No, it's not bad. It's it's just, yeah, no, I, I was just joking. No, it makes sense if that's your thing. It is an awesome way to see the world and spend your retirement. Very, you know, relaxing, honestly. It's probably pretty yeah. a pretty smooth retirement, especially when you're only 53, it says. Yeah. Uh, a retired accountant at 53. So, yeah, I mean, if I, I didn't, I just realized that she was an accountant her whole life. So the numbers are probably spot on. She's yeah. probably spent a lot of time figuring this out. Yeah. Yep. So no, good for her. I hope that works out for them. Maybe we'll mm -hmm. even get them on the podcast. If, if in the future, they might be interesting to talk to. Yeah. And the last bit of it, like to give you hard numbers, they have secured 86 cruise days this year for an all in average cost of $89 a day for both of them. Yeah. And that includes that's pretty amazing. So it includes yeah, room. room, food, entertainment, transportation, gratuity. That's a big one. Gratuity. Port fees and taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is well within our retirement budget, she said. Yeah. Good for them. Good yeah. For them. That's almost that as nice awesome. as like retiring to Costa Rica. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so uh, so up this month, before we get into that up this month, I want to give a shout out to Keschler of Lake Nard Tourism. So he actually provided a, a, us all with a lot of these articles this month. He sent them to me via Facebook Messenger, and which is something that we actually ask all of you to do. So, Keschler, thank you uh, if you're listening to this for sending us several of the articles that we just went over. Um, and if you are listening to this and you want to book a tour with Keschler, he actually operates out of Philadelphia, but can hook you up with tours all over the world. And so follow him on Facebook at Lake Nard Tourism. Um, he posts quite frequently there and you can learn a lot from him. So uh, who do we have up this month? We've got Paul Wilson on the trip from hell meeting El Chapo on a Mexican surf trip. That was an awesome, awesome story. And yes. you, you just got to listen to it to hear everything about it. Yes. And then we have Tamar of the Lonely Palette on the importance of art, history, and travel. And then Erica Ebsworth Gould on why you should retire in Costa Rica. Just mentioned that previously because of this conversation. It was awesome. Really uh insightful gave me some good ideas and then lastly we have valerian harala on exploring the robust world of coffee that is a conversation all about coffee so grab a cup yourself and enjoy that episode so again we are making a scheduling change starting in june we'll have three episodes a month first episode being this episode the travel bites followed by two of our guests. So if there are five weeks, well, we still have three episodes. If there are four weeks, three episodes. Got it. Good. Thank yeah, you well, for we, listening. And, and, you know, I, I do want to say that <laughs> if, if you're if you're a little bit disappointed or you don't like that, um, just to give you some backstory, it is because Elliot and I just have a lot going on. We, you know, I have two kids. Elliot has a kid on the way. And I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> we we just need more time. We want to spend time with our families, and um, we really we're struggling to to put all this together. We still both have nine to five jobs. Uh, we have a lot on our plate. Our goal ultimately is to figure out a way to come out on the other end of this, doing this podcast more often. But these people so, don't care about our lives. They just want to hear the good stuff. Right. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I just want to, I just want to give a little backstory and hopefully we come <laughs> back to doing it every week again. But, uh, and this might be temporary. Elliot and I plan on doing this for the next 20 years and we're probably only going to drop down to three episodes a month, you know, while our kids are little. So give us five years and, and then our kids we'll are going to be doing it. 
And then, yeah, our kids are going to carry the torch of the Travelers <laughs> Blueberry Podcast. I, they already want to. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, so, all right. Uh, yeah. So thank you for listening to the show. If you're listening to this and want to support us, the best way to do it uh, is probably just to share this and let people know that we exist, that you like us, that we're a good travel podcast. Share on Facebook. If you're not following on Facebook or Instagram yet, Instagram is where we spend the most time. And I highly recommend following us there. We don't bog you down with millions of posts. You just get the standard three posts that give you insight on the episode of the week. And so really just travel us or just travel us, follow us there on Instagram at the Travelers Blueprint. You can also donate to us in a financial way. If you have the means to do so and you like us enough to do so, you can buy us a coffee. The link is on our Instagram page. It's in the show notes of the podcast. And that just helps support our efforts. That is all you have for me this month. Stay safe, stay healthy, and tune in next week.